Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk USA. Are you tired of waiting for change? Tune into Blog Talk USA. Let your voice be heard on Blog Talk USA. Welcome once again to Marvelous Monday. It is so great to be right back here once again to talk about all the great things that are happening in this country, or should I say, all the things that people may not think is so great. So this is Marvelous Monday, and we welcome you once again back here. We're going to have some really great guests on uh, tonight. Uh, to be with us. Uh, Our engineer is off tonight, and so I'm going to uh, be talking straight directly uh, to you. We thank Ms. Rihanna always for the great work that she does here, and we have Mr. Arthur coming in shortly to be with us. So uh, you've had a, a great day, a great week, a great weekend. It's been busy nonstop actually trying to get people registered, trying to get people prepared for this election. As we know, our days are numbered. They're getting shorter and shorter. And, oh, my goodness, but I am ready. Uh, first, we're ready, for, we're ready for a debate. So for all of you that uh, don't have your schedule, Mr. Arthur, are you there? I think I Yeah, how y'all you. doing tonight? Yeah, We're how are you doing tonight? How are you doing? I'm doing great. How about yourself? Oh, I'm doing you, just you, fine. You, fine. Okay. Are, are you ready for a debate? Uh, or the light oh. up, perhaps? Well, maybe. <laughs> are you having... Well, I well, I, well, I'd rather have a discussion. you you rather have what? A discussion. A discussion, yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, that's probably going to be pretty difficult uh, for the person that we have that's taking part in this. It probably oh, okay. won't be a discussion. It'll, it, we'll see what it's going to be. If, if it's anything like what we had four years ago, uh-huh. then it's not going to be a discussion. <laughs> it's going to be okay. interesting. I can't. Interesting. I, whatever. Whatever it turns out to be, I, I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, uh, listen, I, I got my popcorn. You got your popcorn ready? <laughs> I got my popcorn ready and my, my lemonade, and I'm ready to sit back and and enjoy the party. Whatever it is that we're going to have, I'm going to enjoy it. So how's your day been? How's your week been? Oh hey, it, it, it just started, but it started off pretty good. It, so. it started okay, keep, keep yeah, right. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. That's that's exactly correct. Well, we're going to talk a lot about. We we have a special guest coming in uh, with us tonight, uh, Miss Lois Wilson, and um, so I, I just sent her a message and say, go ahead and dial in. Uh, she thought we were going to be on FaceTime, and then we may. 
we may start doing that, Mr. Arthur. We may start to um, go ahead and, and get us on uh, so that we can see one another. We may do some Zoom calls and uh, and we may change up a little bit. But um, but however we do it, uh, it's still going to continue to be uh, great shows, uh, great conversations, and and uh, educating people and keeping abreast of what is actually going on uh, in our country. So while we're waiting for uh, Miss Wilson to come in, and we'll let her tell us all about her work and what she is doing, Miss um, Arthur, we are. Oh, she's on. She's just sent me a message and says, good evening, uh, Ms. Wilson. Welcome to uh, Marvelous Monday. Thank you for joining us uh, tonight. It's a pleasure to have you. And then, of course, our co-host will say hello to you, and then we'll let you um, introduce yourself and and tell us a little bit about your project and the work. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Hi, I'm good. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Great. Thanks for being here. Uh, so go ahead and uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and your your projects and your work and what uh, what organization that you're with and and what your goals and objectives are and then we'll talk we'll talk about that and then we'll transcend over to some other things that we'll talk about. We hopefully you can stick around and and be a part of the show for the full. We're here from eight until ten, uh, and so you're welcome to stay as long as you like because we'll have a lot of things to talk about. But introduce yourself to uh, those listeners that are out there. Okay, thanks so much for having me. Again, um, my name is Lola Wilson, and I am the Deputy Coalitions Director for the Biden-Harris campaign. Um, My portfolio is uh, for faith outreach in the state of Texas. Um, I'm really excited about this. Faith, organiz- faith outreach and outreach in our community is um, a passion of mine. So um, it's not often you get to do what you love and really get to, you know, feel like you're part of a change that we definitely know is going to happen. So I really, really am excited about that. Um, what we're focused on, our goal is to get everyone out and vote, everyone, for how, whatever we got to do, however we got to do it. We want everyone to get out and cast their ballots. We don't want anyone to feel intimidated, um, nervous, or or defeated, um, especially in these times. So um, definitely that's um, our goal and definitely my goal. And so um, here lately I have been organizing virtual events called uh, Souls to the Polls, and it's Take Action Now. Uh, You can sign up for Souls to the Polls. Um, you can, uh, when we have our virtual events, you can ask questions about voting. We have voting education um, people on online. We also have people who can explain more about uh, uh, different counties and things of that nature um, in regards to voting. Um, but our our real goal is to definitely get people to not just vote, but vote early. Um, vote by yeah. mail register to vote. So you don't have to wait to November 5th to vote. Vote, I mean, October 13th is the first day to vote. Get up, go vote, cast your your vote. Um, Because for me, I just can't wait. You know, I just can't wait (laughs) until that day. It's got to happen. So I'm really excited about that. Uh, I'll be in East Texas uh, 
this week, um, Thursday, and I'm really excited about that, getting to know East Texas. East Texas is a major part um, of us winning this uh, in turning Texas blue. And so we don't – so it is – to ensure that they're not only um, getting information, but they are part of the movement and that they are um, fully equipped and ready to rock and roll. And I really appreciate you, Dr. McKellar, because you have been the most amazing help. Oh, you're kind. <laughs> I really do. Because, um, you know, sometimes it can be a little overwhelming, but, um, but to have people like you, um, offer any help that you can give. It, it just definitely makes makes the work worthwhile. So yeah, so that's me right. and that's there. <laughs> Good. Well, let me ask you a, a couple of questions in regards to um, the faith based uh, organizations for people that may not understand uh, your concept with faith based uh, organizations and and how that that's fitting into the piece of uh, of people voting. Can you talk a little bit more about uh, the role of the faith-based organization and, and as far as voting is concerned and then how that we're going to be able to work with you closely uh, here in East Texas because, uh, and, and I don't have to tell anybody, they know my, my motto that if you want to win statewide in Texas, you better come by East Texas. Or so goes, <laughs> so goes East Texas. So goes Texas. Uh, all of those and all of the above. But let's let's talk a little bit about uh, faith-based organizations and and how that they fit into um, uh, the, uh, the the community in as far as the uh, the secular organizations. Well, just tie it all in. And see, so because there's a lot of uh, uh, people who are connected to different uh, churches here in East Texas that listen to our show, that that um, that may help them in getting that vote out. In other words, go ahead. Right. So, um, so faith bases all denominations, you know, all beliefs. That is what faith base means, uh, because uh, not. Um, most not uh, faith-based organizations are not, uh, are uh, nonpartisan, so um, this is not for us to um, say someone is endorsing the campaign or anything like that. But it's just to better equip everyone, no matter what their religion is, their belief is, um, to make sure that their voice is heard um, during this election cycle. So that's what um, faith outreach is. It, it is an, an outreach that reaches all denominations. So Church of God in Christ, CME, AME, Baptist, Methodist, any of those, uh, Muslim, Catholic, whatever it is, um, we want to ensure that you that everyone has what they need in order to be uh, in order to participate in. Uh, this election cycle. So that's a faith outreach. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, why it's important mostly for African-Americans, so to speak, uh, is that's where we started politics. Um, You know, before we could actually vote, it was in our our churches that we became board members and deacons and Mm -hmm. sat on different things and voted um, for these things in our church for our community. So voting is not just something we started doing when um, the the, uh, bill was passed, but it's something we've been practicing from 
you know, from the beginning of 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 our time of being uh, a community. So um, just ensuring that that is really implemented in the things that we do. Very good. So a, a lot of people, Miss um, Wilson, would say, you know, that I should not get involved uh, in uh, voting because of my religious background or, or whatever. So, so I think that it's important for people to realize and understand that that we're more than one dimension. And so I, I always think about that scripture that talks about uh, render unto Caesar what belongs to Caesar, render unto God what belongs to God. And so, um, so a lot of uh, and, and and you're right. And, and I'm going to take Mr. Arthur can vouch for this. We can take it all the way back to when we were growing up, the way that our people uh, were able to disseminate information was that they went through the churches, and mm-hmm. and that's when it was time for. Anything to take place, period, and, and particularly in the African-American community, uh, they always went to the churches uh, right. to get that information out. So, so talk a, a little bit about, if you can, a little bit about uh, the importance of people, uh, church people, uh, and you said it doesn't matter about your, uh, what, or, what background that you have religiously, that is important. Uh, for us to um, to go to the polls and, and cast our voices and our votes. Uh, how important well, is it for us to do that? Well, our religion is um, our faith. So, you know, we we have we have this belief in in um, faith is the substance of things hoped for. And so, but faith without works is dead. And that's how I look at it. And so if you're believing for change and if you're believing for things to, you know, um, to, to work uh, better in, in your favor, you, you have to put work in that. And this work requires you to vote. Um, you, and that's just, you know, um, my opinion and, and, and how I really, ex, you know, explain that. Um in order for you to even practice your your faith, you have to vote. You know, a lot of countries are have to practice the the faith under that leadership. And one thing about being here, you know, we have the freedom to choose. And so, if you want to continue to choose the faith that best fits you 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 and your lifestyle, you have to use your voice and say, "Hey, this is what works for me. This is what." Um, is part of what I do, and I and and this is how I want to live my life. And if you don't do that, um, or if we don't do that, then we have basically um, allowed someone else to just decide our fate for us. And so that's another reason why all faiths have to vote because we're here because we have the freedom to to choose how we live our lives and what we practice for our lives. Right. So then let me ask you this question then. When a person uh, will say to you, well, I don't need to vote because God is going to uh, take care of uh, all of my needs. He's going to take care of the the polling booth. Uh, he's, he's just going to take care of it and it doesn't need me to go out there to help him uh, by going to cast a vote. What do you say to people when, and, and, and this has been said repeatedly over and over and over uh, by lots of people 
who say they don't get involved in that because God is going to take care of it for them anyways. What, what would we say to people uh, that, give, well, that give us that kind of response? Well, the simple response to that is um, we go to work. I mean, yes, Jesus paid it all, but we can't use that at the, at, to pay our light bills either. Or what, you know, <laughs> that is, wherever, whatever faith you believe in. Um, and so to that point, you know, um, yes, God will supply all your needs and God will take care of you. But this is a tool he has given you. Um, that will take care of you. So, you know, um, in order for us to really be, uh, to really reap the rewards that we are, our hearts desire, we have to put in, um, we have to put put in our part of what has been designed for us too. You know, you have not because you ask not. So if you're not asking, if you're not putting it out there um, by you know, casting your ballot, how do you expect that, you know, that's, it, it, it can, it, 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 I, I don't want to, you know, get too far into that, but yeah, um, right. when people say things like that, yeah, you know, you just have to remind them of the other things, you know, God, yes, you, you are right, um, and this is something God has provided for us to continue to take care of, and we see right. how, what happens when we don't use it? Right. Yeah, Go ahead, Ms. Yeah, yeah. So how are you doing, Ms. Wilson? I'm good. How are how you? you? I'm doing great, doing great. Uh, look, first of all, uh, anybody would anybody would say that, you, you, you have to first understand that those are people that don't want to, that don't want to take responsibility for their own lives, okay? If they want to divert and have somebody else or, or some Entity come and take care of them. So that's what the first thing you have to understand. And so, and so, and if you're gonna address them, uh, uh, like saying, and I think the basically what you're saying is great. But, but basically, I think you said the best thing earlier. You said uh, a, a, a prayer, prayer of that work is dead. So if you're praying for something and if you're not doing nothing, I mean, he'll make a way out of no way. But if you ain't doing nothing, then you know, ain't nothing gonna happen. So. Uh, uh, I, I mean, I admire the work that you're doing, uh, and I say, and I hope you make some progress. But we got a long way to go as far as, uh, uh, you know, the way religion is used against us as far as uh, voting and that type of stuff. You know, the first slave right. Bible didn't have a 250 pages in it. Right. Well, you know, I I, uh, I, I like the fact I used to tell people that when, when they would say those things to me that I said once once the prayer is over and you get up from your knees, it, there's work involved. And then, of course, God gives us a free will country. We can decide to vote or not vote prayerfully that most people will decide to vote. But but he, he's not going to he, – he set up work for us, right? And he's not going to come down here to do the work because I think he already said that if I have to get the stones and the rocks and things to do the work, we're all in trouble. Mm-hmm. So that's why he put us here, right? So that we can right. get this work, this, this work done. So I appreciate want to tell Mrs. Wilson, tell him, tell him, tell him, say, look, you are a piece of God. You're a piece of God. And so mm-hmm. you're here to do his work. 
So That's basically, it. you know, deferring it back to him is not doing his work. You see what I'm right. saying? You know what needs to be done. You're a piece of him. So do what you're supposed to do. Yeah, yeah and do the work. Yeah, um, and see, and for me, um, it's easy because, you know, my father is a pastor in Dallas, but growing up, he was a precinct chair, you know, he took us to go watch him vote, like, it was just a part of us, and he made the church a part of it, and so I will say that, you know, I encourage faith leaders to definitely make it part of something um, that you that, that you practice so that, you know, there, so this debate is not, um, you know, hinders the the change that we so desperately are seeking. Right. Well, let me let, let's let's look at another little part of uh, of the church, the souls to the polls. I, as I mentioned, when we were growing up, my grandfather, my father, everything that they needed to have done, they carried it to the church, and uh, mm-hmm. and then from that yeah. things happened, things took place, and then let's transcend on over and talk about. Uh, we already know that churches are nonprofit, uh, but mm-hmm. but some churches and some people decided that they wanted to take it to another level, and then they went and they did their paperwork and became 501c3 nonprofit organizations, and then that's when things started to change. Uh, people stopped standing in the pul- pastors, preachers, uh, members stopped standing in the pulpit and encouraging people uh, to register to vote. I mean, they can't tell you uh, as a nonprofit actually who to vote for, but they certainly can tell you that you need to register and you need to go to the polls to vote. So that's when I saw the transition change from when when mm-hmm. candidates used to stop by churches, right? And when mm-hmm. they would dismiss their churches and they say, we want you to stick around because we have this candidate that's coming by and he's going to tell you or she's going to tell you. It was more of a he back then. Uh, because right. women were actually running for uh, public office, and they would tell you what their their platform was and what they planned to do for you, whether they did it or not, uh, they would give you something. So now we're seeing that that's where the souls to the polls came into existence. Now we're seeing uh, more of this happening, and people are actually getting back out there involved because we see so many things, right? happening in our mm-hmm. in our states, in our cities, in our counties, mm-hmm. across the nation, uh, we just see some changes. So I really like the fact that you have reached out. I don't know if, if East Texas is your, your it, only territory. It, Are you covering all, all the territories across the United – just a minute, Mr. Arthur. Uh, across okay. – Are you covering all of Texas or are you just covering yeah. East Texas? You cover no, all I'm of Texas. Covering- I cover all Texas. Um, just on okay. faith, uh, there is a, a delegated person um, for mm-hmm. East Texas, like, for, but for faith, it's all of Texas for me. So okay. um, I do take sure. part in, yeah. And so I'm, okay. like I said, I, I was out there at Kilgore, um, and they did okay, in, it right. was the church that they did a photos registration drive, and it was really cool. I mean, I, I. They had a little musical, and it was. But to your point, I agree that you know we have in some ways gotten away from that, and, and I'm sure that's a lot of you know fear and uncertainty of what you know is you know allowed and what isn't allowed and things of that nature. 
And so once we start better educating our, ourselves and our and our faith organizations on that, we can probably get more back into um, really speaking up and speaking much more louder about um, voter registration, early voting, voting day, and things of that nature. And that's why it's important for us to educate uh, the leaders, mm-hmm. church leaders and those who may not know mm-hmm. exactly how it's supposed to go. Go ahead, Mr. Arthur. Sorry, go ahead. I just want to get some souls to the polls history in the 90s when NAACP, we did the voter registration education program for about you know, almost 10 years. Uh, uh, souls to the polls was, one of, was part of one of our strategies that we used. So that's when it right. actually mm-hmm. started like back in the 90s. So I just want to get that little, because she's a young lady, I want to make sure she knows where souls to the polls yeah, she knew. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Yeah, absolutely. So, and, I mean, and, and I know that it's been a while, and we're definitely keeping up the tradition, um, finding unique ways to recreate it for for people even younger than me um, uh, to really engage in it, and for it to be uh, something that we continue um, because it's a it's a legacy that um, I definitely don't want to see personally diminished because it's it's our it's the core of who we are when we come out in numbers. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so tell us how the tell us what the our souls to the polls is going to look like. Uh, what what are your plans? Well, we know, and we're going to be uh, happy to have you on our Thursday show. You're actually going to be here in East Texas with us, and we're excited about that. Can you tell us what that that piece is going to look like as far as the souls to the polls? And I know normally I think we do it the Sunday before. Of the actual election, and we know that we're coming up on early voting right now, October the 13th. But can you share with us what that's going to look like? Uh, yes. Yeah. So it is um, the the first Sunday of early vote still, um, and so because of COVID, um, we are going to do it a little different. So we are asking that churches in their congregations sh- sign up. Um, on uh, our uh, registration, social to the polls list, and I'll be happy to, you know, distribute that to anyone who needs it or who hasn't received it, um, and then encourage other people to sign up as well. And I was just doing the saying, I'm committed to voting on that Sunday, um, encouraging churches to ensure that, you know, that they um that their members are going to vote on that Sunday. Uh, it's definitely looking really different um, from when we were pre-COVID. <laughs> and so um, it's limited. But that is the official Sunday, and that is the Sunday we are, you know, um, pushing for the campaign is pushing for everyone to go and, and vote um, in their at their prospective uh, precincts, if, you know, if possible, and vote all the way down the ballot, um, not just for president, but, I think in this year it's what twenty one pages. So definitely take yeah. your time and and go ahead <laughs> and vote. Um, and and uh, that and then when churches do sign up for it, um, you know we send out a, a video of of of, of VP Biden and giving for a message for their church to share. And then we also. Um, give them just uh, the toolkit, things that they can print out um, for that day as well. Right. And so we want we want the people to know and to make certain, especially since you're actually working for a specific uh, candidate and campaign, that you're not pushing any specific no. religion yeah. or anything. You're just encouraging 
uh, people uh, to get out to the polls to vote for your specific uh, candidate because you're not affiliated, quote unquote, with a specific church. So you can you can work and push a specific mm-hmm. candidate. Yeah. You're just trying to yeah. And, and people who don't know. Which, when we say souls, we're talking about uh, S-O-U-L-S, uh, souls, yeah. and, and then taking those S-O-L-E-S to the polls, right? Because uh, those who may mm-hmm. go to the polls, actually, uh, but there are many people who uh, actually, and, and maybe you want to dialogue a little bit about uh, the mail ballot and for those persons who um, who don't want to go to the polls because of covid uh, what they should do in order to prepare uh, to make that plan. Because the big thing is, is have a plan. We, Mr. Arthur and I, we've talked about this on our shows, is have a plan. So you do you have a plan that you'd like to present to the people? Okay, Mr. Arthur. I'd like to just say it. Sure, I'd like to just say it. Take your, put on your S-O-L-E-S <laughs> and take your S-O-U-L-S there to the polls. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to remember. That. I have to write that down so I can remember to say that again. It just came out. For those that want to walk to the polls, uh, I, I'm really <laughs> yeah, accustomed right. to going and, and voting, <laughs> and, and, and I'm, I'm, I mask up, and I, I shield mm-hmm. up, and I glove up. Uh, and uh, But go ahead. Uh, Ms. Wilson didn't oh. share with us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so for us, yes, uh, we highly, we definitely encourage people to do the mail-in ballots as well. Um, it, it's, you know, don't be intimidated by um, things that you're hearing. Um, you know, my dad said if they weren't talking about you, then you don't have anything going on. So if they weren't talking about these mail-in ballots, it it yeah. wouldn't even be so know that there is value in it. And so since there's value in it, we encourage anyone who needs to do it, especially if you have a pre-existing condition, to go ahead and do it. Um, there are several, um, there for different states, the last day for mail-in ballots, to request a mail-in ballot. Um, but for Texas, it is October 23rd. And so, and um I do PR for professional athletes. So if anyone's listening and you have a cousin or a son or anyone who plays a professional sport and they are playing now, go ahead and get their ballot because they're probably not registered in the city that they played for, that they're playing mm-hmm. for. So especially right. if they're, there's no way. So please, 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 please go ahead and get that. Um, I highly encourage people to do that because that's something that we miss when we talk about voting is you know people who are in who are playing professional sports and how they can vote when they're not in their city um and that's and that's one way or not in their registered city um but uh the last day to request for that is the 23rd um if you uh call your local um elections office and they can walk you through it you can go online and uh, request your ballot as well. Um, <clears throat> don't, and I mean, I just can't stress, don't let anything stop you yeah. from putting it in the mail. Exactly. If it was private, if, 
Go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, Go ahead. Because if it wasn't a problem, we wouldn't be, be hearing about it. So. Exactly. And it's, mm-hmm. I, I'm glad you brought that forward because I, I say we say to the college students on the campuses that live in other parts of the country, live in other parts of the state of Texas, we tell them, listen, you're going to be here for the next four to five years. Register to vote here. You know you're not going back there. Mm -hmm. And nine times out of ten, they're not even going to apply for a mail ballot. Uh, It's so much easier, as a matter of fact, unless they're really connected to their community and they want to vote specifically for someone who lives in the town where they came from. Uh, But what we have encouraged, and, and we have been able to register Lots and lots of students on our college campuses here. We got three colleges here within our city uh, alone, and then we got them sitting on the outside surrounding areas. As you know, we have Jarvis Christian College outside of Tyler. We have Wiley College, and and we're we're in the midst of a lot of colleges uh, here in Senate District One, and so we encourage them to go ahead and register to vote right here in the community where you're living and where you're going to be living for at least four years and perhaps more years than that. Right. So, so that, so that's what we're encouraging uh, them to do. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit. Yes. Let's talk a little bit about um, the Biden campaign and what drove you to, to want to work uh, for this, for this campaign. What was it about uh, uh, that Biden ticket that that drove you to want to be a part of it? Um, Well, uh, I think it was the primary. So I got a request to actually sing the Black National Anthem at his primary rally in Dallas. And the energy in that room was so uh, powerful and it was so... um, electrifying um that I remember walking stage and I said man if I can if I can work for them I I would definitely love it um and and I remember just saying that to myself I really didn't you know say it to anyone and uh they actually called because uh, I did have previous experience with the Beto campaign um I had Mm -hmm. a few of his events did go viral um uh like his Boston John went viral uh and I right. coordinated that street and stuff like that. So I had experience and they, they reached out and I didn't hesitate. Um, and because, you know, I am an African-American woman um, and, mm-hmm. I, and we are going through a lot, you know, the police shootings are not just happening to men, they're happening to women. And I work a lot yeah. and I work. So I'm like, my life is on the line. And if I feel like okay. that, then I know a lot of people feel like that. So that's really what, um, gave me the desire to be part of the team. Very good. So you sing. See, I just learned something <laughs> new about you. <laughs> that sounds yes. sick. And you yes. sang at his event there in Dallas. Well, we're, yes. Ms. Arthur, we're among a celebrity here today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What organization are you working with, Ms. Wilson, here in Dallas? Huh? What organizations are oh, you, what, what, what organizations are you working with here in Dallas? Um, as for the campaign, uh, I'm working with, I've spoken with the IMA, um, the, 
Pastors Coalition, the National Baptist Convention, um, of the Texas Democratic um, Party as well. Okay. Uh, but if you have That's anything great. that I need to know, I am here. <laughs> Well, I'm gonna, uh, That's uh, great. Uh, uh, I've been doing some, uh, and I've been doing some things with the uh, 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 Black Arts and Letters, uh, and like they're okay. gonna be doing a, uh, and they're gonna be doing a gather vote uh, uh, a video. They asked me to be in it, so I'm just mm-hmm. uh, so, so I'm giving me some things I can say to the young folks, uh, you know, okay. as far as like getting out the vote. So basically, if you, if you got any ideas, let me know. But basically, I just want to tell them. You know, I just want to get them to understand if they want to, if they want to, as they say, if they want to get lit, they need to get lit and go vote. That's what I'm going to tell yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> they need to get so lit to vote. Yeah. So, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that, that's a, that's one way of putting it. And, I mean, you know, messaging definitely um, changes based on your audience. And I tell people that all the time how, you know, I speak to um, uh faith organizations are, that are African-American are definitely different than how I speak to kids. So, you know, right. simplifying information um, and allow, making sure that the information sticks um, is the most important part. And I know, especially with campaigns, they give you a lot of information. Um, but the things that, you know, are important is to go vote, register to vote, vote early, you know, and your life depends on it. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I told you. Yeah, and yeah. I'm being blessed with the opportunity to, you know, work with the next generation. And like I say, and I just want to say, first of all, you know, I'm proud of y'all stepping up because that's what y'all needed to do. Mm-hmm. I always knew you would. So, I, you know, I, I mean, I ain't no problem with it. So, like I say, so I, and I'm glad y'all here. Folks like me and Ms. McKellar, we're here to educate y'all, help y'all, encourage y'all, get all the information y'all need, you know, and so that's what we're here for. We're here to help, the, the, you know, help with the transition. And so, you know, and so y'all need to look at us like that. And so mm-hmm. if you see something uh, that you need from us, you know, go ahead and ask us, you know. And, and I'm telling all my other OGs, you know, you need to listen to what's going on. Mm-hmm. When we grew up, the technology thing wasn't here, you know. So right. now, you know, this generation grew up in it. They don't know nothing else. So mm-hmm. we have to give them our perspective since we saw the whole thing being born and, mm-hmm. and actually was a part of it being born. So, and just to have them understand the opportunities that they have through this technology mm-hmm. can go, that mm-hmm. can, that can, that can, where they can circumvent issues that we had to deal with. They have access to Africa, really, mm-hmm. literally, you know, we didn't have any of that. So right. the opportunities here, you know, don't take them for granted. Uh, if reparation come, that's cool, but we can't count on it. So let's go like it ain't gonna come. And then if it do come, it's just make it, and if it do come, it just make everything better. Right. Well, you know, Mr. Arthur, let me just say this. Mr. Arthur said that we did not have access to it, but we really did. And I'm going to show you how we did. My mother used to tell us when we were really young, and she'd take us to the public library for African Americans here in Tyler. And she would say, no, no. you may not be able to travel around the world, but you can travel around no. the world in a book. So pull out these books, pull out these encyclopedias, and pull out all of those 
things that told us about every country in the world and read about them. That was our way until the technology came about. So that's the let me be more specific. Let me be more, let me, okay, I need to be more, more specific. When I grew up, I grew up, and, and like I said, and I was an entrepreneur, and I didn't know I was an entrepreneur. We, we, we weren't allowed. We weren't allowed to interact with Africa on any level as far as money. Wow. That's what I'm, that's what I'm talking about. I'm saying mm-hmm. they have that now. We didn't have that then. Yeah, we had, yeah, we, we go read about it. But at that time, we were still fighting against the thing about, hey, the Africans don't like y'all. And then they go and tell the Africans, hey, Africans, them, them American Negroes, they don't like y'all. So we were still dealing with all of that. You know, you was in the military like right. me. You dealt with it when you I got was. in that. So I'm just saying that, you know, so I'm talking about the opportunities that's here now that, that, right. that they have. They have the, you know, like we, like the, you know, we say, okay, the Mexicans, and I'm telling y'all, don't be comparing yourself to, you know, to the Mexicans, but say, well, okay, Mexico's right next door. Okay, what the technology has done, it has actually brought Africa next door. So, the, you know, the whole perspective is different, and I'm just saying that mm-hmm. that's what they have access to that we didn't have. Okay. All right. Well, we do now. I can tell you that that my my sister and I were talking. We're, we're working on our family book, and so we were trying to figure out just exactly what year that my father bought his land out in Harlingen, Texas, and what year that what what would happen. My family, Miss um, Wilson, is. Agriculture, watermelons, roses, potatoes is what my family grew here in Tyler, Texas. And if you came into this city, uh, you could always find that on our land, on our farm. But my father bought land in Harlingen, Texas, because when the weather was really cold and really bad here, then he wanted to have a warmer climate in order to grow his produce. He used to send his, his roses on cold storage to New Jersey and New York when I was a little girl growing up. So when my sister and I were having a discussion and, and, and working with uh, the person who was writing for us, uh, we said there was somebody on that lived on our land that was really special to us. And, uh, and, and there was a, a black man that worked on our land. His name was Mike. And then there was a Hispanic on our land, and his name was Mike. And so my father actually spoke broken Spanish very, very well. When I can remember as a young girl growing up, we, I didn't, we didn't know what he was saying, but, but Mike knew what he was saying. And so when my father would say, uh, uh, tell uh, black Mike to come, and then he said, tell Mex- Mexican Mike. <laughs> That's how he <laughs> differentiated between the two that worked on the land by the name of Mike. So we were talking today or yesterday about uh, our relationship with the Mikes. And my sister said, do you remember what we used to call him? And my father called him that because so obviously that's what we called him. We called him Mexican Mike. And so hopefully nobody got offended by that, but that was he, that's how he responded because that was the way that he differentiated 
differentiated between the two mics. But I want to move over from that. I want you to tell us a little bit more about your your background. And so now that I, I hear that you're an entertainer, so what was <laughs> what is what is what is your what is your background prior to uh, getting uh, into uh, uh, getting into campaign campaign work? Um, so uh, my background is a, a very unique. Um, I graduated from well, I went to Lincoln High School in South Dallas. Graduated from there okay. to Clark Atlanta University and graduated from there. Uh, with a major in theater and a minor in uh, vocal performance. So I, I did have an audition to uh, be a recording artist. <laughs> um, so, um, I mean, I definitely still sing professionally. Like, I may fill in for people who are going to go on tour with someone or sing backup for someone. Um, wow. Uh, then after, uh, so after that, um I uh, worked in New York um, for Universal Music uh, for about five years, um, and I worked uh, the for Neo. I did the Rihanna Seven by Seven tour, uh, and shockingly, I worked for Kanye West. <laughs> wow! Three of the five years. Very and, good. Uh, and so um, in PR and marketing. So when I moved back to Dallas, um, I got a, got really heavy into um, sports, uh, public relations. So um, working with, you know, building people's brands, visibility, and things of that nature. And how I got sure. into politics, actually, my dad, um, he ran into a candidate, and he said, hey, you know, I think my daughter can help you. I have no idea what she does, but I think she's really good at it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, um, and then it, it just kind of, you know, created a life of its own, and um, and I enjoy it. I really, I really enjoy it. I Great. never thought to me, but um, I I enjoy it. Very good. Well, we're gonna put you. We're gonna get you busy to sing for us sometimes. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> Well, well, actually, I just pulled you up on, uh, let's see, LinkedIn, as a matter of fact. And so now I get to see your photograph before you get to Tyler, Texas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Very good. Yeah. That's outstanding. So you you graduated from Clark Atlanta and mm-hmm. majored in music. So, so where did you get your singing voice from? I would say um, I got it from my mom and my dad. Um, both they both. Well, okay. So my mom was a music teacher growing up, and um, yeah. Okay. And so, cool. They, it's kind of stuck with so. So I do enjoy it. <laughs> very good, very good. Okay, well, very good. That's very interesting. You have a great background, and so we look forward to having you uh, come down into East Texas, and. Uh, and, and help us to get those souls to the polls. All right. So. Yes, we. I, I can't wait. I cannot wait. So I'll be there Thursday, Wednesday night, and I'll be there Thursday. Yeah. And um, yeah. I actually, unfortunately, going to um, hop off because we have our last staff call. <laughs> right. Tell I'm us quickly. To, okay, and we, <laughs> we'll let you go. Tell us quickly anything that you'd like for us to know about the Biden campaign and why people should vote for him if you want to go there with that. 
Uh, and mm-hmm. uh, and what can we expect tomorrow night on the debate? And then we'll let you get off. We oh. appreciate you staying on with us for the first hour. This has been great to learn more about you. Anything you want to share? So, yeah, so with Biden, I will definitely say this. He is definitely um, a man uh, of his word, and he is um, the heart, I think, of what the country needs. He uh, he believes in, um, in change and in the right change, um, you know, affordable health care, um, you, you know, ensuring that we have justice and that we are um, all – um, getting this equal attention in in the spaces of economics and and healthcare and and various other things that we all have um, concern about. But what I will say is that he is someone who is experienced, um, and he has the relationships to really make the change for us. And I think sometimes right. my my group forgets about those kind of things, and those right. are the things that make it stick and and he's wise and so I will say that you know um, from the beginning I always thought he would uh, would be um, the better candidate based on the fact that he had he's been in this he's he's seen the cycles he knows how this goes and anytime someone can humbly be the VP for the first African-American president there's a lot you know um, and right. and I, that's character, that's integrity, that that is what we need, um, and um, that's what I would say. Very good, Mr. Arthur. Mm-hmm. Any final comments yes, from you yes. Yes, before she takes yes, off? Yes, Miss Wilson, I'm gonna give you one give you one suggestion that you can do uh-huh. for, for your soul soul to the pose. You know they have this uh, 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 foot foot company, Doctor Shows. You know those uh, <laughs> inserts. I, I, I want you to get in contact with shows and ask them to sponsor your souls to the pose. All right. Now you know what I'm going to have to get into that. I feel well. I think he's on. He's on. Listen, he's on to something with that S O L E S. Yes, he is. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I said that. <laughs> That's amazing. That's outstanding. Oh, you air, yes. Well, thank you guys so much. I will thank you so much. Thank you for coming. And we'll see you on Thursday. I look forward to it. Be safe out there. Bye. Bye. Pretty good. Mr. Arthur, we 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 definitely need to get in contact with them on that. That is just that's just a great thing, I tell you, great thing. Hey, look here, hey, 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 hey give her some men's souls for their feet, and you know they can get it, that's you know, it. get it on. So they can, hey. yeah, get up and, and hey, wins. we need some, we need some, everybody wins tomorrow. We're gonna be uh, putting door hangers out uh, on. We got twenty thousand door hangers and cards to stuff and, and, and get out to the people in in uh, Smith County. So uh, we need some good souls, good, some good walking shoes with those souls inside of there, right? Yeah, <laughs> For the comfort. Hey. Hey, <laughs> get them to the polls. That's outstanding. Get them to the polls. That's great. Well, it was great to have Miss Lola Wilson of Dallas, Texas, right there in your backyard in your purview, uh, Mr. Uh, Arthur. So you guys have to get connected to each other. Uh, she reached well, she out to help. me. Uh, she needs help just to get in a call. Yeah, well, well, absolutely. Uh, she'll be on with us on Thursday. 
uh, midday. She will okay. actually be in. She will actually be in Tyler, uh, okay. and we'll be working with. Uh, we're we're going to. We have a Zoom set up, and I'll, I'll send you that information if you want to zoom in. And uh, have, work toward. What do you have, do you have going on, Tyler? Uh, uh, Thursday. What exactly y'all doing? First of all, she's going to be on the radio show, and then secondly, that reaching out to the pastors and preachers and and church people to prepare for that souls to the polls. Okay, well, I first, might I might come down there with my mask on. Okay, <laughs> you gotta have. If you're gonna come near me, you gotta be ready. You gotta have that mask. Hey, hey, you gotta hey, you gotta keep my... that six. That six feet. Yeah, there you go. She's gonna she's gonna come in on Wednesday evening, and so um, I I believe it's Wednesday. I believe it's Wednesday that we'll have the Zoom, and uh, and then so to get people all set up, and then we'll go out and and uh, see who all we can see and put things on doors and. Register people still got still got no, a little sorry, bit more time sorry. for the yeah for those so y'all people work, who y'all gonna be working there. oh y'all working every single day there's work going on down here every every single day well I was gonna send you an article but let's talk a little bit about let's talk a little bit about uh, our income taxes and, and Mr Arthur you and I pay our income taxes. Uh, each year we file, and and uh, sometimes we pay more than seven hundred fifty dollars a month uh, for for the year. And so, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts? I mean, we we've heard all kinds of things. I'm I'm looking at uh, uh, reading across the lines of some of the things that are popping up on our televisions about money laundering and all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. I read the. I read the book too much and never enough, and and every single thing that that niece put in that look. book, Mary Trump put in that book. I'm gonna mm. tell you, Mr. Arthur, it's we're seeing it every single day in in, well, in this uh, country. Go ahead. We just we just for some context, seven hundred fifty dollars. Now, most folks figure seven hundred fifty dollars. They didn't got away. They they didn't got away clean. <laughs> so much time, so like I got Seven fifty. Oh, who we? Now this guy, <laughs> this guy made all this money, <laughs> and he paid seven hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, I mean, really. So all this you know, money that his father helped him. Yeah, to so get you know, so even if you, yeah, they say Steve Wonder can see this, Ray Charles. You know, I mean, all of yeah, everybody can see that. Yeah, everybody can yeah. see it. Yeah, everybody can see that. So it's kind of like. So now, you know, so, so basically, basically what it comes down to now is like the people that still down with this man, you know what they down for. You know, they down, you know, this is the last bastion of the old racist ideologies that's into, you know, that's in America. And so basically, you know, that's them, these are the, they, they used to call them dead enders. These are the dead enders. Okay. Okay. You know, and so basically, you know, so his support is, is down too. So, uh, uh, now, now that, what I like about what's going on is that at least the Democrats have let it be known that should they, the Republicans do this, then they'll then they'll expand the Supreme Court. So I think that that right. uh, you know I think that that's a good thing. Right. Okay. Well, I tell you, I I don't know what to say about it. I mean, it's. 
I, I'm I'm just overwhelmed that that we are where we are in, in this country right now. So the thing that is concerning to everybody that I talk to, and that is that when this guy loses, how will we get him out? Hey, and that's first an amazing. All, that's a, well, well, let me say this. Let me say this. Let me just say something. Let me say something about that. First of all, look, first of all, okay. first of all, that is absolutely the wrong question. If he don't leave, what are we going to do? Really? No, the question is, <laughs> if he stay, what's going to happen to him? <laughs> what's going to happen to him if so he stay? If he, if he try, if he try, he's not going to stay. He's not going to be able around, to stay. About, so if about, he tries What if he don't leave? What, what if he don't leave? Really? really? I mean, that's like, I mean, that's like reverse psychology on the reverse psychology. And the media is leading the way with that, with that question. Absolutely right. the wrong question. Anybody who's listening, the question is, what's going to happen to him if he decides not if to he, leave? If he tries to stay, yes. If he tries to stay, what's going to happen to him? That's the question <laughs> I'll be being asked. And so exactly. uh, and I hope that folks start asking that question. And, 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 and like I say, again, as you know, if anybody asks me that question, it, it ain't going to go down well. Because it's, you know, really? <laughs> So, so tell us how it's gonna go down. Somebody asked you that question because it's been asked every. You already know it's been asked oh, okay. every how day, all day. Okay, how it's gonna go? Uh, okay, how it's gonna go down is like this. First of all, he didn't telegraph everything he gonna do. Everybody knows what's going on with that, right? So he makes that. But so first of all, once the numbers come in on the election, that's gonna determine uh, how much stupid he's gonna try to be. <laughs> That's going to determine. So, so if it's an absolute blowout, Republicans have lost their job. Uh, you know, they know they bet not. So at that point, it's like, uh-uh, he ain't worth all that. Now, by some circumstances, it, it's like it's like really fifty-fifty. Okay, then that's a whole other story. You know, because but but, the, just, I, but the, I think, Mr. Arthur, here's here's what I think that pe- the people are asking the question. Okay, they they're already saying that this is the election that's going to break break down America, right? So, so what if the 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 voting the I'm, and I'm only talking about I'm only talking about right now I'm only talking about the popular vote. What if the popular vote is close? And so they're wanting well, to know what is that, what, what what will Donald Trump do to to cause chaos? In well, this well, country. Here. who's well, gonna stop it? Is, is what they want to well, know. Well, you know what, more you, than more you, than. I'm not biding on that. I'm not biding on that. You know, I'm not even gonna try to figure out that right there because, first of all, you know that's like real hypothetical. The the fact that the matter is, and you take this to the bank, he didn't scare white people. He didn't scare white people, and when white people get scared. And they start doing what you're saying, these white people, they scared. And it's going to be ugly for Mr. Trump. That's all I got to say. Because he's a scared <laughs> white people. Okay, well, you know, political strategists and scholars, law, 
law scholars from law schools and Notre Dame and all of these big law schools across. They're discussing this thing every single day. Not that that I feel. Yeah, I see your point. I see your point. Well, we'll see what happens. So she understands. I mean, because here I go, Miss McKellen, you know this. As long as it just affects us, as long as it just affects black people, white people really kind of like, uh, you see what I'm saying? I really feel bad about that. I mean, that's what kind of is right, but, you know, it it, it ain't right. But when it starts hitting them, like actually, and they realize that, okay, you started off voter suppressing black votes. Now you vote suppressing <laughs> white votes. And and so now, you know, they come to understand that they don't have any more rights than me or you, Miss McKell. And that's what they have to understand. Any right we get, they get. Any right we accrue, that means they didn't have before we got it. They had a privilege of it. They didn't actually mm-hmm. have it. When we get it, everybody gets it. And so as soon as the sooner as they start to realize that, I mean, you know, I, I mean for everybody, then you know, we can you know, and they need to be supporting us on the rights that we asking for, which they take for granted as a privilege. Now I understand that they can lose it the way they lose it now. They've been suppressed. Right. Now. You got beat by right. your name, okay, what color you are. You're being suppressed. Mhm. True. Well, there's so many things that that we can look at. We we can look at the the, the vandalizing of the uh, postal system. We we can look at the the issue with the mail-in ballots. Uh, and there's so many reckless things. We can look at the, well the coronavirus and people are afraid to go to the polls uh, to vote, and then they're being told that that the mail-in ballot is not going to work. And so we're just pushing and telling people, if you're going to, be, if you're going to use the mail-in ballot, as soon as you get that mail-in ballot, fill it out and turn it right back around and send it back in. Uh, so that, and, and, and here's the other thing, Mr. Arthur, that I have never understood this, and that is that when that mail-in ballot comes in, why they have to wait until the uh, first Tuesday in November, uh, no, this time November no, the 3rd, by, to count. That, that is, no, no, that's state by state. That's state by state. Some states, well, some I'm, states start counting. I'm, I'm only talking yeah, about Some states start counting soon they come in. Some some so, uh, states start counting two weeks or whatever out, you know, before they come in. Some states have Texas you, you have to count not. the day of. The, uh, we live in Texas. We live in Texas. Texas does not. Texas counts the ballots on November they, uh, 1st. Okay, yeah. So we want and to, I don't yeah, understand we that. Well, you do. Who, who is, uh, who, who's your governor? And you don't understand? <laughs> doesn't make, it doesn't make, well, the understand part is it doesn't make sense. Why would well, you say that. hold those? Say that. Yeah. Because, because it gives them more opportunity for shenanigans. There you go. It gives them more opportunities to create whatever, you know. So that's why they do it. You know, it's for control. Others that's controlled by the state. They can have more state power control. That's why you know, like uh, some folks, some some Republicans got on Abbott about him uh, about that extra week he put on to early voting because of COVID. Uh, 
They trying to make right. them take it off. They trying right. to make them take it off. Then the same folks that that they got rid of souls to the polls when last time we voted. Remember that? Mm, I do. You know, yeah. So I'm just saying. So these same people again. That's when white folks know. Hey, y'all. When we get suppressed, you get suppressed. Yeah. Well, when 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 they get a cold, we get pneumonia. Well, that's right. That's right. That's how it works. That's how. Well, when we when our teenagers get pregnant, y'all teenagers getting pregnant. When we get cracked out, y'all gonna get cracked out. That's how it get works. Get opioid out. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know. Well, it's just such a dysfunctional system. Everybody should be doing, it's some things that everybody should be doing the same. And when it comes to voting, and I know that people have, they have their um, primaries at different times. Uh, States do things differently in that manner. But that's why I'm pushing for a national holiday, a voters national holiday so that we can all be on the same page, get rid of this, get rid of it all at one time. Go ahead. Yeah. The, the part we have the most, the, the part that black folks have the most control uh, in right now is the Democratic Party. Most black True. people in America is in the South. The Democrats True. refuse to develop and help us <laughs> develop the black vote in the South. What's up with that? What's up with that? I don't know. What's up with that? I mean, and so my thing is, you know, hey, you know, we got to get, the, you know, we got to get the Democratic Party straight. You know, they walk around like, like they John Lewis. Y'all ain't John Lewis. <laughs> you know, y'all a Democratic Party. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens. It's going to be serious. Yeah, I can't wait. But I can't wait until tomorrow. So tell me what you think that we're going to have on tomorrow. That is our first debate. Are we going to have more than one? Who knows? I think we're going to have a couple. I don't know. But we know tomorrow. We got three three scheduled. Yeah. Right. Okay. The traditional. The traditional. The traditional three. Okay. Well, I don't know. You know, with all this tax stuff coming out, hey, it's going to be. You know, like really, really. If I was Joe, I just kind of, I just kind of lay back and wait for the wait for the subject to come up. Then I just go ahead and pop on wherever that is. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait, wait for the shoe to fall, huh? Uh huh. Yeah, I say, uh, explain <laughs> that. <laughs> hey, just say, just say, just say explain line, that. My line would be, my, my line all day would be explain that. Explain that. that. <laughs> explain that. <laughs> no matter what he say, Eddie, no matter what he say, I just say explain that. He says, "What's your name?" I say, "Explain that." <laughs> okay, I got you. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> explain your name. Oh my hey. goodness! I can't wait. I'm telling you, there's some obvious things that's going to happen tomorrow night. Uh, my goodness, I just, I can't, how many more hours? We got a few more hours. Well, by now it may be almost over. So we just got a few more hours to wait patiently to see what happens. See what happens. Well, like I said, again, with all this stuff coming out about this money, uh, again, Joe, look here, 
the 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 moderators, if they doing their job, you know, Joe, all Joe got just just float by in his PT boat and you know take a shot every now and then. You know, if they do their job, you know, if we just basically laying out asking Trump the actual, hey man, what's up on that seven hundred fifty dollar thing? And that's when you did pay. Right, exactly. Well, and we know 10 years that was 10 years. What's up with this $72 million? Look here, what's up with this $72 million refund? Refund? $72 million? Who gets, who gets that kind and of I was, refund? And I was happy with paying seven fifty. <laughs> wow. Wow. Really? I know. But, but, you know, but, but hopefully, hopefully uh, it, it'll give... Uh, American opportunity to uh, you know learn about the actual disparity. I mean the actual privilege gap with taxes and everything else when it comes to money. Type of breaks that people get that you can only get if you got money. If you ain't got money, you can't get them breaks. It shouldn't be like that. Well, you in know, the like past, we never taxes, had any... Go ahead. Huh? Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. You, you said what now? No, no. I said that we've never had any acrimony from any president in the past years, but I believe with all my heart that we're going to have some uh, here this go around. It's, this, it's not going to be a, a smooth uh, transition uh, from mm-hmm. one president and it's to the next speak, president. And, and in the long term, uh-huh, yeah, and in the long term, it's going to speak very badly for Anglo-Americans. So when they rerun around how, how patriotic they are, they can just okay. stop it. Just stop it. We don't believe you. We know the most patriotic Americans are American Indians and black folks. Mm-hmm. Well, black sure. ensla- enslaved, enslaved black folks. We're the most patriotic. So we the ones got the less out of the system and have, and have uh, dedicated the most. Okay, well then tell me, tell me this. Then we, we we'll move on away from the fact that he's not going to concede. <laughs> I already know he's not going to concede. Uh, because yeah, I, I want to know. He, yeah, yeah, he need to know what's going. Yeah, yeah, and what's going to happen to him when he don't. <laughs> uh, that that soul that we were talking about, put it on some boots and boot it. He he can hey. be removed. Uh, by by three fourths majority in, in our parliament, uh, which is Congress and Senate, but he's he's got the he's got to go, and it should not even be this way. We shouldn't even have to take this. Well, see, and here's the other thing. Let's talk a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's already rushed to put somebody in in the Supreme Court, right? Yeah, we'll take so care he's of that got. So that. he'll have six, six to three people. But look, look how many people that he's put in on the benches across America. Not one yeah, but, person has been a person of okay. color. Yeah, I know, and, and like I say, yeah, I know, and like I say, you know, and that's going to be a long term issue. But right now, we got this issue right here. It's what we need to be focusing okay. on. The one we got right here. Right here is the one where he's been the. Uh, attempt. It ain't over yet, y'all. It ain't over. Hey, don't give up yet. You no. know, 
stranger things have happened. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, right now, this is what they're going to attempt to do. And so we don't see what's going to happen with that. We don't see what's happening. Everybody, you know, some folks, you know, it's like the foregone conclusion. I don't think like that because I know how stuff goes. You know, there is such thing as a moral universe. And sometimes stuff do happen that you'd be wondering how it happened. That's that's called making a way out of no way. So, but you got to put in the work for him to make a way out of, you know, through. So basically, so, you know, you you can't just give it up and just say, well, the Republicans are, yeah, that's what, that's that's what the problem has been. Uh, People, the Democrats in particular, as well, the Republicans, they just don't, you know, yeah, really? You know, so, but if you, you know, you have to fight. And so I think we got a little bit more fight going than what we had. So, but if you don't right. fight, ain't nothing gonna happen. Ain't nothing happen. Well, well, so, not only that, Miss Arthur, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go. Ahead. No, no, I'm sorry. Let's keep fighting. Right, right. Well, what what I was about to say is that he doesn't even understand the Constitution and how it works. He doesn't even know that the Twentieth Amendment is not going to allow him uh, to. Uh, to stay there, that even if we didn't say that that he refused to leave or they don't know exactly uh, who the president-elect is or we do know Congress. who the president-elect is. Huh? It would go to Congress. Mm. It would go to Congress. And Nancy Pelosi wound up being president. Well, no, it would actually would be the vice president, wouldn't it? The no, vice president. Uh-uh. The no, vice president uh-uh, no. elect. The vice president. No, no, no. no, no. In the election, the, in, if there's a controversy about the election, the vice president is in, is in, is in controversy too. Uh, if you can't decide a winner, goes to Congress, and, and, and like and, and like if you can't decide, nobody Nancy Pelosi wind up being it. No, the vice. She's next in line. She's next in line. No, go look at that twentieth amendment. The twentieth amendment, if I can remember correctly, it said it talked about that if uh, if on January the twentieth, if we don't if if it's if it's not if it's not definite on January the twentieth, then and and the House of Representatives haven't chosen a president elect, then on on on, 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 on inauguration day, then the the vice president. Elect well, as, I say, as the president uh, the, of the House selects the, the president. But that's a lot of stuff. Well, yeah, I know. But you talking about something that would have had to happen after the Congress would have met, and I'm talking about before all that. What you're talking about? Mm. The Congress, the Congress would decide. That's who would decide. Uh, if they I mean, have the And well, 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 right. oh, oh, come here, If you just go about it, if you just go about a succession. You know, president, vice president, uh, speaker of the house, uh, who who is that, and another one after that. But anyway, but I'm saying, but speaker of the house is third in line. That's well, third but, if line. The, but if the speak, but if the oh, I know that, I know that 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 the speaker of the house is the third you person. Find, if you don't have, if you don't have, if you get you get situations where you ain't where you can't figure out who the president, the vice president is, speaker of the house will become president. Until you figure that out. Right. But I'm I'm talking about, I'm only talking about that 20th Amendment that's talked, and it talks about that 
If okay, the now, House of Representatives. You have which way you just kind of let folks know you're talking because I'm not too, too familiar with it, with what it says. Yeah, it, well, what it, what it is that that if the House of Representatives have not been able to to decide or choose right, the president elect right. the president the right. president elect if they right. have not right. been able to choose and say on on inauguration behind. day which is January we, the 20th we, then the, the vice president elect yeah, we're saying the president. same thing we're, we're saying the same thing and what I'm telling you but is not Nancy not Nancy, Nancy Pelosi not Nancy yet yeah, no, not Nancy when it gets to well, when it gets to Congress, what I'm saying to you, it has to go through Nancy and Kang and, and don't nothing happen to get to that point you talking about. That's all. Well, I'm Nancy saying. is part of Nancy is part of the House of Representatives, so yeah, that's, exactly. that's including her. Exactly. But I'm so saying she's goes. not, but she doesn't take over as president. That's all I'm saying. No, 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 no. I, I, I want to be clear. If you go to the House, she wouldn't take over as president because she went to the House. That don't make her president because she went to the House. But it would go to the House to be resolved. If they can resolve it as far as, like, who's going to be the president and all that kind of stuff, that's what they'll do. That's what they'll do first. And if they can't do that, they can, if they can't do that for whatever reason, then that's when she would become president. You know, now, just because it comes to the House, that don't mean she would become president. That's not what I'm saying. They still have to, the House's job would be to go and get it straight, whatever it is. Yeah, they got they first job they would put yeah. If you didn't they have anybody on inauguration day, they would put the vice president elect in the position of president until they get that thing worked out. But yes, oh, vice, I, I, oh, oh you I, saying oh, oh you saying oh, oh wait oh, okay this here let me tell you something so you keep saying it okay so I go you said vice president this time you said vice president elect. I said, no, I said Vice President. I was thinking Pence. We were talking. I was thinking Pence. Well, I was thinking Pence because you said Vice President. Oh no, I, I, no, I said no. I said I said Vice President. The Vice okay, President, president elect okay. becomes the President until just say, until just the say House Biden. of Representatives. Well, Joe no, Biden. you would have to say Kamala Harris. Well, I mean, Kamala, you would have to say because oh, 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 he's Kamala running because he's running for president, so you would have to okay, say. Okay, so Kamala Harris also. Oh, 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 Kamala Harris would be president. Yes, until the House of Representatives. That's the twentieth uh, amendment okay, to the got Constitution. Two shots that out for the end. We got two mm-hmm. shots at the end. We could have, we, we have we have her up Pelosi. Wow. It wouldn't be Pelosi yet. As a matter of fact, the, when Pelosi would come in, as if something happened with. Trump and Prince and Pence, then mm-hmm. Nancy Pelosi would would take over. That's okay, a different yeah, yeah, amendment. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, like the, yeah, well, like you said, to go back to results of the election that day. What happened in November? Right, 3rd. we're only talking about that election. Right, we're only uh-huh, talking about the in. election yeah, that because, day. Because if they didn't win, if, if Prince didn't win, then it wouldn't. Make, <laughs> they they out of it anyway. Mm-hmm. They lost. There you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they lost. Exactly. Okay, so we got that straightened out. <laughs> and those are yeah, that's, those are the contingency plans from the election. That um, for every for every issue that we have in this country, there is an amendment in the Constitution, uh, some section somewhere that tells us what we have to do and need to do in order to handle every issue. Now, the issue is, 
if Trump will allow these things to happen, because there's a lot of things that that is that he has done in this in this country in this uh, administration that should not have taken place, and it just looks like, and that's why people are saying, who's going to stand up to this guy? Who's going to enforce these things that are in the Constitution for the simple reason that? There's been plenty of people who are in power that have not been able to guide and direct this guy. Nobody stands up. Nobody stands up to him. Uh, to include Ted Cruz, and he was on uh, The View today uh, talking about his book. And I mean, all of he made comments. Uh, Lindsey Graham made comments. That that what should not happen if in fact we're close to an election that we should not uh, implement a, a new person on the uh, Supreme Court, but they're they're then now they're trying to uh, conflate and say well this is the difference right here, and so they're just full of all kinds of uh, trickery, which causes people to say look. I'm not dealing with all these issues in America because our vote is just powerless. And but but we have to keep on uh, educating people and letting them know that their their vote is power. It is not powerless. It is powerful. Your voice, your vote, is powerful. And until everybody understands that, everybody. Because there are some people out there that don't don't get that. Go ahead. Let's Go ahead. Add, let's add let's add one more thing to that. Your mind. Oh. Add okay. Your, add your mind to your vote. Right. You know. You know. Your mind is powerful. Add that yeah. to your vote. You know, and that's powerful. Yes. So you know, vote with intention. Vote with, you know, vote with vote with what you want. You know, that's your power. Right. So just you know, yes, so you cast that vote. Hey, you know, you know, be voting, be voting and thanking, and being thankful that you can vote. Right. Thankful that you can vote. That's that's absolutely correct. Because, excuse me, look at all the many people who were not able to vote because of the color mm-hmm. of their skin. They were not able yeah. to vote. I I I never I think about every time we talk about voting I think about this every single time I think about the story of the gentleman I can't think of his name right now Oprah Winfrey talks about it a lot in her uh, her on her shows and and everything that late long years ago way back before we were ever thought about being born that this gentleman finally had the opportunity to vote and he walked in three different places and never got a chance to vote. He died never uh, getting yeah, the yeah, opportunity yeah, to vote. Yeah, I remember I can't that. Think yeah, of it. I saw that. Yes, I mean, they they said, boy, you can't vote here. You vote there. And so he walked to that place. And then yep. once again, boy, you can't vote here. You got to go somewhere else. So mm-hmm. he walked somewhere this else. And story. then when he got there, the polls were closed, right? Yep. So it's a privilege uh, to be able to vote when we look at how our ancestors fought that we may have that right and that privilege. Well, 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 well you know what, you, 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 I don't know, you know, since, you know, 
and we're at privilege and voting, uh, you know, as much as we didn't pay for it, privilege don't seem just quite just don't seem to quite capture. What, right, but what all of us, but all, but in a different by complexion, right? Everybody, Americans, Americans have you and I fought so that Americans would have the freedom to be able to vote. I don't care what complexion yeah. you are. It's mm-hmm. a privilege yeah. because you fought, I fought, and all of those great warriors out there fought for the freedom that we have in this country. Now, let me well, tell I'm you. Still I'm still riding with it's a right and it's mine. And, and it is mine. a right. It is mine. a right. Because you, because you fought for that right. Yeah. You fought you know, for like, that right. Uh, like privilege, like to me, privilege is something, <laughs> privilege is something I get that ain't nobody else got. But I got a right to this. And everybody got a right. This American got a right to it. Well, everything. Saying. Listen, everything that we have. Period. You didn't give us that privilege. I didn't give us that privilege. God gave us that privilege because this is His world, not ours. <laughs> so it. So. Well, see, now you went to God, so I just got to shut it down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know you got. You know, you got can't argue with that one. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. Because he didn't have to right. give us what we got, but we got it, and we thank him for that. All right, so, well, I'm just gonna say, okay. I'm just gonna say, amen. I'm just gonna say, amen. Okay, amen. okay, amen. that's right. Let it go. Let it go. Right. So now, I, now here's also you're so funny. I love it. Here's the other thing that I think that we were talking, we were kind of thinking about a few minutes ago. We, let's talk a little bit more about. We talked about the 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 um, the 20th Amendment to the Constitution, but now there are so many people. There are so many people have said and still saying, "What is Congress waiting for to invoke?" the 25th Amendment. They say it's obvious that that amendment should have been only invoked his, a long time. Only his... Uh, no, no, no. Congress do not have the right to implement the 25th Amendment. Only his uh, 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 cabinet can do that. Only his cabinet, President's cabinet, has that power. Not, not the Congress. Wow. What what are they waiting for? Well, when when they're saying they're they're talking about the the people in power, the people they're just really talking about the people in power. Yeah, folks in cabinet. I think it's I think it's uh, I think it's uh, two thirds is cabinet or something like that. Two thirds or I know it's two thirds votes. Yeah, yeah, two thirds of his cabinet would have to come together to invoke it. And of course, you know he keep his cabinet coming and going so fast that they don't know. <laughs> it's hard to know who that would be. That's right. Yeah, Every time you think you got one, it's changed other. again. Huh? <laughs> you know he said long enough to do no twentieth amendment. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> okay. 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 I got you. Uh. Well, <laughs> I got you. So I don't know. Anywho, we we know we still got him there. So whomever is, and that I don't I don't re- remember uh, because I I thought 
I, I didn't know that it was just the people that work in this cabinet. I thought it was it was the majority of the delegation. But no, they I have been gone by that. now. He'd have been gone. Oh, that was the case. No, no, no. Well, e- even even if it had happened in Congress, it wouldn't have passed in the Senate. So we know it wasn't going to happen. No, not now. Uh, uh, now the uh, his uh, cabinet, his cabinet it's does his cabinet. have a power, power, so they could okay. do it. Okay. Because they sitting okay. there watching him every day, and so they could say, "This joke is <laughs> crazy." Now they saw him that he's crazy, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but they ain't saying say nothing. They, they ain't saying a word. <laughs> They're trying to hold those positions. Don't you know? <laughs> they ain't saying a word. Hey, they're not going to bite the hand who's feeding them. Ooh, yeah, but yeah, but look, I mean, how much long can that hand feed you? You talk about a few months? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Oh, well. Okay. Oh, well. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's right. Oh well, <laughs> it's gonna get better starting tomorrow. Oh yeah, tomorrow with the debate all the way till how many days we got left before election? It's getting closer oh, and closer. Something. Let's 36, see, thirty-six, thirty-something, and, and only 30 only about what about sixteen or seventeen days before uh, early, early voting, voting begins yeah. in Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, and let me so, let me say hey, 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 go hey, ahead. Before, before I forget it, uh, okay. uh, now the, uh, I think it's the I think Supreme Court uh, uh, overturned. You remember when Republicans did that where where you where you couldn't do the straight the straight ballot voting, straight, right? Right. Okay, they've okay they've overturned that now where you can do straight you know you know one punch and do it all. Oh, see, I, I I misunderstood that. I thought that it was voted that it can it remains the same that you no, you're not going to no. have early vote. You're not going to have straight oh, tickets. Okay, so you're going to have straight. Well, we'll go look. Well, I tell you what, I tell you what, uh, go look at it. But from what I but from from my reading of it, because see, they had because mm-hmm. we had lost that right. We went to fight to get exactly. it overturned, and so they overturned right. it because Did Republicans they? had made it where. Where we had to, where we couldn't do it anymore, so they overturned right. it. Overturned means it's back to the way it was. Okay. So, I go and look it up. You go and look it up, and, and just read. And, and read what it says. I want to make sure folks have the right information. But from my reading of it, that's what it said. It said that uh, they overturned it. They overturned that Republican Republicans uh, law law that they had put in place. Because it wasn't a Democratic law that they overturned. So it was overturned. Huh? I'm sorry. What was the last thing you said? No, I said it it wasn't a Democratic law that that they overturned. That was something the Republicans did. Okay. Let me. I'm pulling up on my my phone. Federal judge blocked Texas elimination of straight ticket voting. The Texas right. Attorney General Ken Paxton said his office has filed a motion to stop the judge's order and will file an appeal 
of the district court ruling. Okay. See, so, so, so we keep winning three it. Weeks, the, okay, less right, than three weeks so right before now, so early so, voting so, and, so again, and so from what I understand, it'll stay in place unless you get an injunction. It'll stay in place in, you know, through this election. Stay in place, meaning that it will not happen? Yeah, you know, through this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it, 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 it supposedly will stay overturned uh, during this election cycle. So that's when it was filed. Okay. It was filed about this election cycle. Less than three weeks before early voting begins in Texas, a U.S. district judge has blocked the state from eliminating straight ticket voting as an right. option for people who go to the polls this November. In a ruling issued late Friday, the U.S. District Judge cited the coronavirus pandemic, saying the elimination of the voting practice would cause irreparable injury, irreparable injury to voters by creating mass lines at the polls and increasing amount of time voters are exposed to COVID-19, yes. Mm-hmm. Also found, the judge also found that the GOP law would impose a discriminatory mm-hmm. burden on black and Hispanic voters and create comparatively less opportunities for these voters to participate in the political process, okay? Right. Mm-hmm. So she acknowledged the burden Right. The decision could put on local and state elections, which makes sense because we got we're talking about twenty one pages of of names, right? right. So, so, yeah, can you, uh, yeah, so can you imagine how long? Go ahead. Yeah. So basically, what I'm just saying is, I just want people to know that as of right now, you can it should be where you can just vote can straight ticket. That's what I'm trying vote. to say. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Okay. Thank you for looking at well, that. Looking at us. You real yeah. take that. Okay. <laughs> Am I real tech savvy? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? It doesn't make sense, does it? For 21 pay, I mean, for people to have to stand and people would be there all day. I mean, really? 21 pages call of people that they call voter, voter suppression. Voter suppression. It's called voter suppression. You, you you see where you, you see where that that <laughs> where that Mark Getz guy out of out of Florida he, he said he gonna he he okay. he, he can see he can't get some charges brought up against uh, Bloomberg for felon's death. <laughs> <laughs> really, you're gonna try to tell people what to do with their own personal money? Is oh, that man. much? Oh man! Oh man! That's... We need to look in. The, we need to do an investigation on you because you're paying off people's debt. Right. <laughs> no, as, no, no, as, no, no, as paying off, is, no, 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 paying off black people, paying off black people. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> only, only a certain yeah. group of people. Get this straight. It, it, it's yeah. okay to pay off other folks. Just don't oh, pay off okay the black people. The black people there. You pay off black people there, so they can vote. Oh no, <laughs> ain't that dying vote? <laughs> so I'm just saying. Right. You know we 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 got out of here. Uh, we got a hell of a country if we can keep it, huh? Uh, if we can keep it. If we can keep it. Wow. If we can keep it. Well, we got to fight to 
try to keep it, Miss Arthur. Hey, we gonna fight to keep it. Hey, hey, yeah. hey look here. That's all. Hey, that's all we've been doing. You know, so you know we. <laughs> This is our time. I mean, this is our time. You know, we've been doing, we've been fighting forever. The other folks coming in now, you know, they joining up. You know, we've been fighting. And exactly. so, you know, and so we're just going to see what's going to happen. But, but, uh, but I say welcome. Appreciate the, appreciate the help. Now that y'all realize that uh, what happened to us is going to happen to y'all later. Whether it be disrespect, whether it be disease. Whether it be whatever, if it happened to us, it's gonna to happen to you. So yeah, you know. yeah. Well, that's great to hear. I I, I really I misunderstood, uh, and I had not read anything. I just heard it on the television and on the news. So I'm glad you brought that out so that we could read it and see and hear exactly uh, what was said. Uh, mm-hmm. because for the people that are going to be going into the polls, and I'm going to be front row center first day, Miss Arthur, and get mm-hmm. mine out of the way. And then after that, we'll be phone banking and talking to people and making sure that they get to the polls. There's even people. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm a lone ranger. I'm riding in my car all by myself. I'm not transporting anyone. Uh, but there are uh, church vans and buses and people who are, and, and taxi cabs who are out there that will come and pick you up and carry you to the polls uh, if, mm-hmm. if, if that's if you if you need that and that's that's exactly what will happen. So, but that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be phone banking and I'm going to be talking to people and I'm going to be putting, uh, we're going to drive throughout the community with our bullhorns and, and uh, encouraging people to get up and get out there uh, to the polls and, and vote and vote that straight ticket. That's just, we're going to, we have to put this all out there on the news because a lot of people are not really getting, yes, we'll have to talk about it again on on Thursday. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about it on Wednesday morning, tomorrow morning, uh, well, Wednesday morning uh, on all the, all the radio shows. We got to talk about it. Right. Right. Yeah. Because that's crucial. Thank you so much for that. That That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Beautiful. I'm, I'm going to be putting it out there starting tomorrow, getting it on the radio and talking about it tomorrow. Well, well we're going to be doing some things here in Dallas, you know, in Dallas. Okay. Really, you know, the big push actually starts, like, big time next week. So that's yeah. when the, you know, that's when the, uh, you know, the, the, the you know, again, the, the continued education part is going to be like those first two weeks leading up to early, or the first week we can have whatever leading up to early voting. So that's right. part of what we say, educating folks on, you know, how to plan your vote and that type of thing, what you need to do. You know, but the main thing is just, hey, look, just vote with intention. Vote with yeah. vote with your attitude. Don't you? you know, when you cast that ballot, hey, you can rub that paper. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. When that, when that paper drops out, out of that ballot box and you can look at it and see See if every single thing that you intended to happen did mm-hmm. happen, and then you yeah. slide it through and let it run on down there to Austin, Texas. That's right. That's right. And so that's your wheel that you just sent off. That's your wheel you just exactly. sent off. Exactly. 
Exactly. And you know, something, Mr. Arthur, we have to, we have to come up with a way that once those ballots are placed into those machines, that they should be able to, somebody, we got too many smart people who are computer savvy that can develop us an app that will count all of those. They'll, they'll be able to pick up if Miss Arthur's on the, on the ballot, they can be able to pick up his name and pick up his count and count all of those people individually so that you know what? See, we don't. See, the thing about Texas, the, the, the thing about Texas, it, it, uh, again, I don't work, you know, I don't work voting and all that kind of stuff. And, and like basically, mm-hmm. like, what, where I'm conflicted now is that uh seems like I get a different experience every time I go, depending on where I show up at. Okay, like before when they had like in the different uh, smaller areas. Okay, that's one experience. Okay, now they got where they have like satellite thing working. Oh, it, 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 but again, like say you know, and then I because because one time I a lady gave me a you know uh, I got a I got a little a little receipt thing, and then like okay. now you know you don't get a receipt thing anymore. You get you know they say well you know you look at the t- you know you can sit on the thing when you're running through the through, through the machine. Right. Machine, uh, right? And, and so you know, but. But you still don't have no sense of where my boat at. You know what I mean? Okay. And so uh, they got all these different machines in different areas. Everybody doing different <laughs> things. And, you know, and, and right. I, try to, <laughs> I got to tell people all the time. I said, you know what? As you remember, Jesse Jackson ran for president. He probably mm-hmm. won. He 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 probably actually won. <laughs> He probably actually he probably won a nomination, won. probably. Probably. <laughs> he probably yeah. won a nomination, probably, because because the way I see how these jokes can cheat and how and how they probably been cheating, and you know the Democrats mm-hmm. wasn't above all that. They wasn't above no. all that. Well, you know, that's Jackson the same thing primaries. that people. That's the same thing that people say here in regards to my race. It it, it was the same. Every single time I ran, it was the same. Nothing changed, and we know better. You feel me? And so, you know, and that's my point. And I'm just saying that. <laughs> I'm just saying that. You know, we're now yeah, in America just beginning to say out loud, the system is rigged. You know, before we right. said the system is rigged, folks would kind of look at you like, really, really, what you talking about? You know. But anybody know anything about elections know that yeah the system is rigged and it's been yeah, okay like you remember back in the olden days well you don't remember because you know but, you know, but so for me whatever but back in the machine days in those big okay. cities you had like you had like mob people picking winners right so if that ain't corrupt so if that ain't corrupt I don't know what is you know what I'm saying so yeah. so you know and you yep. had you know different machines in different cities where it just you know had had it set up like that so. But but now, when they can say it out loud, the system is rigged. But the fact of the matter is, what you need to understand is that the system has been rigged. It was rigged yeah. for years because black people couldn't even vote. You That's can't right. get no more rigged than that. That's, That's pretty rigged. rigged. And, and then ever <laughs> since we, and if ever since we got into the vote, you know they rigged it with jelly beans. How many jelly beans in a jar? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know yep. that was. Yes, that was rigged, you know, uh, moving forward, you know, we, you know, as soon as we won them rights, they started taking them back, you know, uh, you know, and, and NWCP, we did get that voting, uh, uh, 
program we did for almost 10 years before they shut us down in the 90s. Mm-hmm. But the, what mm-hmm. it did, it gave the momentum for people to start voting. And so ever since then, we've been doing uh, better and better to the point where, you know, where we are now. So, you know, so we're making progress, y'all. Uh, oh, yeah. Is it enough? Heck no. Anywhere yeah. near enough. But, but, yeah. but our fight is being rewarded. And when you fight, just understand that when you fight in this struggle, the reward, the reward is, is not for you to get it right now. <laughs> if you mm-hmm. want it right now, this ain't the struggle you ought to be in. Right. Uh, there you go. You know, not that you can't get it right now. You might. You might not. You might be dead a hundred years before it show up. So if you can understand that, then come on mm-hmm. and you know get into the fight with us and just do what you can. You know while you're here. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Well, let's let's talk a little bit more about. I think I mentioned Ted Cruz a few seconds ago. And so then we saw that he voted down the bill that would uh, honor a resol- uh, he was he blocked a resolution I believe honoring uh, uh, Justice uh, RBG uh, mm-hmm. who wanted to you know what she said in her dying wish and then of course uh, uh, Trump said it was made up said that mm-hmm. the, the granddaughter or the daughter probably wasn't telling the truth. I think it was the granddaughter uh, mm-hmm. that he didn't believe it. But but because the language that was in the bill, in the resolution, I should say, uh, honoring her, uh, it, it worded her last dying wish. Her, mm-hmm. her words was uh, to, uh, to uh, get a successor uh, after the presidential uh, inauguration early next year. And because mm-hmm. of that being added in there, he, he voted it down not to honor her. So that's what happened with that. Mm-hmm. Well, first, let's understand Ted Cruz ain't got no honor. He don't know what honor <laughs> is. Anybody talk about your wife, call her ugly. Okay. Okay. So your dad have to say so your dad tried to kill MF, JFK. Okay. And then you turn around and then you turn around and say, "Give me that boot so I can lick it." Ted Cruz don't know nothing about honor. You know he, he he's true. a white he, he he he's what's called a white Cuban. He's a white Cuban. Mm-hmm. He's a white Cuban. Now he got some black mm-hmm. in him. I'm sure if he did DNA. Well, everybody black has in black in them. Everyone yeah, you know, blackened. you know, because we all so, originated uh, from the same source, right, Adam and Eve. You know, if what I'm just saying is that Ted Cruz is a white Cuban, that's what he is, and so, right, and so whatever he can do, whatever he can, again, you know, forget about his family, forget about his daddy. You know, he's about getting where he want to be. Now he wants to right. be the Supreme Court nominee. President. Right. Yeah, well, oh, he yeah. Be, well, well, he wanted to be supreme president, but he was going to sell for a Supreme Court nominee. <laughs> right, right. But they won't right. give him that either. See? You know what I'm saying? They won't give him that either. No, they won't give him that either. You, so, sold, you, so, you, you sold your your life to the devil, and you got yeah. No well, well, you know, I mean, I, I mean, you know, when you when you show yourself to be that uh, spineless or whatever you want to call it, uh, whimpery okay. or whatever you want to call it, uh, you know, like a person like that. You can't 
you know, you can't place no future prospects on. I mean, if you got any common sense, you wouldn't because the right. way they handle their business, though, and, and the way Ted handled his business. Like, again, like I say, after he flipped out that man, did that to his family, hey, I, you mm. know, a cat like that, mm. right. you know, stay away from him. That's all I Better can say, stay him. away from Better him. Watch them. Watch them. Stay That's right. Him. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Well, well, he he didn't get it. He thought he was going to get it when uh, Justice Scalia died, right? He probably thought that he was going to be the successor then. I don't know why he would would well he tried, he got, but then we know. Well, no, that was when he was blocking uh, when he blocked uh, President Obama's uh, appointee, Judge Garland, Merrick Garland. He was through. He was through when he got on. The house flow after shutting down the government, talking about green eggs and ham. Yeah, he he was done. It was done. He, his time was over. He was then, done. But, he was done. Green eggs yeah. and ham. He was done. He was done. Yeah, yeah. I am. I am. Green eggs and ham. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I bet he. I bet he hated ever seeing that book. Huh? <laughs> he probably burned that book and told uh, his yeah. girls not to ever look at it again. Well, 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 well. He was true in one thing. What he said, he is green eggs and ham. Yeah, well, that's yeah. Look at it that so time. He, he told the truth that time. <laughs> well, listen, we're gonna almost end this show, and we got about ten minutes left, and we're gonna talk about uh, the notorious RBG. That lady was amazing. She was. Let me tell you what she had so much tenacity. She was an unbelievable woman. She cared about people, and that's so important is for us to have people in place that excuse me really care about people. And she showed how much she was a fighter. Oh, this. What are your thoughts? What What are your feelings about her? Well, I'm just, you know, I just really, <clears throat> uh, I'm, I'm a, uh, well, well, not really, because I saw her cult following. You know, I hate this cult with her, but you know, she developed a cult following, and and, and uh, so I've been checking her out. Well, I've been checking her since she's been on the court, but uh, yeah. you know, but you know, but you know, when she got the notorious RBG. After, after, it, 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 I got to have some black men they slept on, notorious. But anyway, uh, but after she got that tag, after she got that tag, then her, then her persona went up exponentially. Oh and my so goodness! Now, yeah. And so I really was surprised at the, at her connection with young people, and with young women who who, who could actually right. kind of understand uh, what's actually happening right now. And so, right. uh, and I think that because because of that, I think that I mean, that's why you're hearing talk of okay, Republicans, if y'all do that, once we once we take the Senate, we're gonna we're gonna add uh, two, you know, maybe eleven, or maybe turn to a fifteen uh, 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 people Supreme Court. So, and so that's the anecdote. And I think because she was so strong, <clears throat> I think that's what created that kind of energy. Where the Democrats had that kind of carriage to actually say that right. kind of thing, because you know the way they've been acting. I, I, I just glad to hear them say it, because you know how they've been acting. So, but anyway, so I'm uh, I'm encouraged by that, 
And so I think she, and, and I, you know, she right. didn't and, and you're that. right because let me tell you what, she was amazing. But I think that her death is going to cause more and more and more people to turn up and turn out at the polls. It, 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 that's that that's my feelings on on it. I, you know, she just it was just something about her. I think I, I told you about my experience of meeting her and and mm-hmm, uh, in yeah. the hallway at the Pentagon, and uh, and she she was just uh, I don't know. It, it's just something about her that uh, well, she had a little, that she was drew you to her. her. She was. And she she was she 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 was she was focused, uh, yeah. you know you know you know on her issue. She knew what she was here to do, and mm-hmm. so uh, and, and she, she did it. In, and she exuded integrity. Yeah, yeah, she did it. Mm-hmm. And she exuded integrity. Yes, yes. The, 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 because her focus, you know, required it, and, and you know, and so she provided. So basically, but basically, you know, when you get a person like that. Where you can count on them and know who they are, know where they uh, focus is, then you know it's easy to you know fall in love with somebody like that. And so I think that's what happened. There her. you go. I think folks, there you folks go. kind of got her, you know, where she was coming from, and I think she right. kind of got people, and I think she kind of you know, and so like that attitude is like contagious. So I think that uh, you know, Very like she did a great job. I appreciate her coming. Uh, you know, yeah. she did what she could do. And so, hey, let's do the rest. Let's do what we got to do while we're here. That, that's absolutely beautiful. And, and and just to show you how tough this, this lady was, I mean, how tough she was physically, how tough she was mentally. I mean, we're talking about a lady that fought off cancer five times, five times this little bitty tiny lady that maybe she was 4'11", maybe, I don't know. My grandmother was 4'11", so uh, so she may have been. I mean, but she was she was just uh, the tenacity that that she had and how she she bounced back and how she would go to to chemo and and uh, and then come on back and then I think it was someone I can't remember who it was that told her mm. to schedule her treatments uh, away from around on the days that she had to be on the bench so that she could recover and rest over the weekends mm. and, and come mm. right on back on Monday she was just uh, she was amazing you, and, and, and you see that brother, oh my goodness you said brother that was her you said brother that was her gym that was her exercise instructor her that brother yeah. you see him you did yes, a you I did, did. A push up. <laughs> yes, yes, I did. R B G was hard. That's what I'm saying. R B G was hard. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm telling you, that's what she's a tough lady. And then, the, and then the fact, and and we talked about this, the fact that that this is a lady that that was so brilliant and she graduated the top of her high school class and she graduated at the top of her uh, law school, number one in her law school uh, class, but was not able to get a job uh, like she should have been able to. You know, the discrimination that she experienced 
uh, and she understood that very well. She could relate to the people that experience discrimination today because she experienced it in her lifetime, in her career. And, mm. uh, and, and so I said, you know, if, if this, and then they attacked her religiously, you know, um, talked about the fact that she was Jewish and just all right. kinds of things that tried to preclude her from moving forward. But the beauty of it, the beauty of it, and, and, and we said that the tenacity that she had, she let nothing, absolutely nothing stand in her way. I mean, she just, oh, you're talking about resilience. <laughs> she could bounce back. Well, she, you know what? You, you know, I think uh, I think what happened with her, which would have with most, uh, you, know, you know, great thinkers like her, is that okay. once you lose fear of death, then yeah. you can do your work. Yeah, there you go. Good job. Good point. You know, great, great, great so, point. And so I think that, you know, and, and, and that's like and that's like anybody that's in the movement or, or anywhere. Uh, in order for you to do your best work, you have to lose your fear of death. Mm-hmm. You know, and just understand that death ain't nothing but a continuation of the journey. Mm-hmm. Of life. Mm-hmm. Of the journey. Of life. That's right. That's exactly correct. Well, she fought for women. Uh, she she fought for the Lily Ledbetter Act. She wanted to make sure that Women got equal pay for the equal work that they did, and that women, uh, between women and their physicians, to decide about their health. Uh, and, and men, and, and men, I want to say men. That's what she's saying because women, you marry them, and you want her to make more money. <laughs> yep. Well, you want exactly. Because the money is coming into the one household, right? Exactly. Yes. So it doesn't matter if I make more money uh, than my spouse. It don't make no, it ain't about that. It's going all in the same same (laughs) bank account. (laughs) That bank account may be the household, (laughs) you know. It's going into the same household. And going out the same, though. Going out the same, yeah. You're deciding how it needs to be spent. Uh-huh. For the greater good of the home and the children. Exactly. Yeah. Bye bye. Oh, that's beautiful. Okay. Well, what's your final comment? It's nine fifty eight, and uh, and I don't know if we're going to actually have our music tonight. Miss um, Rihanna said we probably may not be able to hear it because she's operating uh-huh. uh, from uh, from her computer. So uh, mm-hmm. so give us your final comments, and we'll get ready to end the show, Mr. Arthur. It's always a pleasure to be with you every Monday. And any Thursday that I can have you, it's it's mm-hmm. great. It's great. Well, what's give, say, give, you know, what's, what's you got, what you want the voters to do? Go ahead. Well, you know, y'all, I got thirty uh, thirty some days till time to vote. You young folks, I want to say get lit and go vote. You mm-hmm. old folks, I want to say take your soul to the poll. <laughs> and let's all just uh, do all we can up to that uh, up to November third, and then prepare for. After that, because that's just that day. So uh, that's, you know, that's the, right. The that's only the beginning. Right. Yeah, yeah, just keep fighting. That's what I'm saying. Keep fighting. Keep fighting, and don't forget, fight against whatever it is that they try to push down our throats. Uh, we're not having it. We need to stand up for the greater good. 
of all mankind. We have to look out for our neighbors that don't have that strong voice uh, like Mr. Arthur that can speak up on his behalf and he speaks up on behalf of others uh, in the great state of Texas. Remember, it's up to us to make it better for those whose voices are not as strong as ours. I thank you so much. It's 10 o'clock on Monday night. Thank you for being here. We look forward to seeing you right back here again on next Monday night for Marvelous Monday. May God bless you. Have a safe week. Wash your hands, wear your mask, uh, keep your distance, social distancing, and so we can help to get rid of this coronavirus. Thank you. We'll see you next week. Bye now. Goodbye. Have a good night, Mr. Arthur. Good night, good night, good night. Bye, Rihanna. <laughs> Take care of Colin. <laughs> Bye, Mr. Arthur. See you. All right. Have a good night.